Hi, Greg Perry. Welcome to episode 396. Um, we were, uh, a few episodes ago, we talked about, uh, you know, the techniques, materials, what it took to build a cabin. Let's finish that up. I think we let that go by a bit. <clears throat> Let's talk about the fireplace and the chimney, you know, the focal point of surviving in this, uh, the heat and the ability to cook inside. So this will be a, a very short episode, but let's just uh, finish up our cabin for tonight. How's that? So the fireplace and chimney of a cabin. You might think that a fireplace and chimney must be made from brick or stone, but this assumes that you have brick or stone available and know how to work with them. So that's a great assumption, isn't it? So there is a marvelous type of chimney that uses the same language and materials as the rest of the building. The earliest illustration I know of this type of stick and mud or cat and clay, as it has been called, chimney dates from around 1791 and shows Greek Indians at home in a house that originated in Finland. The firebox will someday catch fire and or rot and will need to be rebuilt. So, you know, just keep that in the back of your mind. So don't try to lay up uh, a firebox as you would the rest of the cabin. Notch out only the outer corners of the firebox logs and join the free ends to the wall of the cabin by chopping them down to a taper that will fit into the gaps between the wall logs. When the firebox reaches sufficient height, you can cut an opening through the wall as you did for the door. Above the firebox, the chimney began, begins as a narrowing pen of smaller logs and then continues upward in a regular column of heavy sticks. Clay is a key ingredient here of this structure, there's no doubt, because any exposed wood will eventually catch fire. The firebox needs at least a six-inch thick lining of clay. The chimney can do with a thinner coating, but it has a harder job staying in place. The best way to get a solid and firm coating of clay is to see that it has a sufficient binder and that it is key to both the inside and outside surfaces as you build up the sticks. From your supply of foot mixed muck, roll four long sausages and lay them on top of the row of sticks. Lay on another course of sticks and another course of sausages in alteration until you have gone up about a foot. Now take extra clay as needed and smooth and blend the clay that has extruded from the sides. Your chimney will soon be the envy of your neighborhood. The curious thing about the stick chimney is its reaction to humidity. Remember that wood expands and contracts a great deal across the grain, but hardly anything along the grain. So think about the way an 18-foot-tall crib of oaks sticks is going to behave. It will grow or shrink by about 4% with changes of the weather. This means the chimney has the potential of growing 9 inches higher after a rainstorm. As long as the chimney is free to move, no harm is done. So it goes up, what goes up goes down. But the slower responding, drier cabin stays relatively still. If the chimney contacts the edge of the roof, 
the two will grind again each other until the chimney is torn apart. The best course is to have the chimney stand free from the walls, both for safety in case of fire and to keep the chimney intact. So often in pictures we see a pole propping up sticking clay chimneys. This pole could keep a leaning chimney from falling over or could be used to push a burning one away from the house. Another common practice is to extend the gable of the roof over the chimney to protect it from the rain. In any case, constant maintenance is part of this deal. So for now though, your work is done. So now it's time to go inside, sit down and uh, just reminisce and uh, be appreciative of this uh, non brick and stone chimney that you just built. So, uh, that's it. And, and again, anyone out there listening, uh, uh, tell your friends to listen to our podcast about how to build a cabin. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservation, is signing out. Thanks for listening.